0: This month, more attention has been drawn to world osteoporosis, and particularly in America, we're seeing new research talking about osteoporosis. It's something that can impact you as you get older, particularly after 60. Mm -hmm. Your density and the the quality of bone is significantly reduced, and uh, it affects 200 million women throughout the world, but it also affects a lot of men. Wow. So when they're talking about, you know, breaking hips and, right. and you know, having falls and things like that, many times the reason that will happen is mm-hmm. because you've got the weakening of, of your bone. Right. So uh, one in three women <clears throat> over the age of 50 mm-hmm. will experience a fracture due to osteoporosis. Okay. And there are treatments uh, for osteoporosis, but that doesn't mean that's going to be the best things. There are certain things that you can do um, to help with that. Okay. Uh, Movement is really important, right? uh, As far as promoting the building of healthy bone density, you wouldn't think that that would have that much to do with it, but it does. Mm. Even lifting weights can help
1: build strength or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. To understand how movement benefit your bones you have to look at how bone cells are repaired and renewed Hmm. so bone cells take about 10 years to completely turn over so every 10 years your skeleton has the potential to be different bone just like any other tissue in the body continuously undergoes a process of new cell growth and old cell breakdown differing factors like lifestyle choices change this process and may start to cause problems with healthy bone formation. It doesn't impact all bones equally. In fact, areas of low bone density exist because they aren't being stimulated to renew themselves. The most common reason for this uh, is the inadequate loading of your bones. Certain types of stress to the bone caused by movement and weight bearing stimulate new cell growth. Mm -hmm. Mechanical input to your body, like forces of gravity, ground reaction, and muscle pulling stimulate bone growth and control breakdown so moving and and getting that movement in isn't just about keeping your weight down it has a lot of other benefits too all of those factors are influenced by movement which means you can send your bone cells signals they need to grow just by going for a walk Hmm. this is called positive stress to the bone okay now Putting bones under stress causes positive changes only up to a certain point. Once the bone reaches um, a stress it can no longer resist, failure of the bone can result in a fracture. So, the more positive stress you create, the more you know sustainable and strong that bone is going to be. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is real cool. So here are some other things if you're if you're worried about that. If you're thinking about that. Or mm. maybe you have people in your life that need to be thinking about that. Because once once they break a hip or something like that oh, happens, know. it can be downhill. It can
1: happen both my grandparents, happen to my mom.
0: Right. And yeah. and part of that is, you know, they stop moving. They stop, you mm-hmm. know, doing their thing. Uh, one of the highest impacts you can take toward healthy bone density is to invest in this is Mark Lamb right here, all the way. Quality minimal shoes. Hmm. That's your thing, is invested in good shoes. Yeah. You've said that many times on the show. Flat shoes are key to maintaining the body's alignment for weight-bearing hips throughout all your daily activities. If you wear any positive-heeled shoes, start to swap them out for flat. Okay. The ideal shoe is to be as close as you can be to being barefoot. Hmm. The shoes should also allow for movement through the sole with a wide toe box. Mm-hmm. This transition should be a gradual process and require some time and effort to strengthen your feet, but the benefits are worth it. Okay. So if you're wearing heels, ladies, even if they're minimal, you're going to want to get going to get out of that.
1: Okay. All right. So it's very important.
0: Is Doctor Harb weighing I, I, in?
1: I think this is Doctor Harb. We'll, we'll know here in a second. You're on the morning
0: jam. Hey, this is Doctor Harb. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> wow, this your your timing is impeccable, sir.
0: Yes, we sent out the call. <laughs> What do you, All right.
2: what do well, you, you know, think about uh, this? As far as the shoes go, you know, I was having some pain in my feet and a patient told me a couple of months ago to just buy some Hokas and I never even knew what they were and I said, what are Hokas?
1: I, 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 I said, we're looking at each other. How
0: do you spell
2: that? H-O-K-A. It's a type of, uh, you know, shoe with a really thick sole. Okay. So, um, last time my wife and I were down in Nag, Ag said they have shoe outlets down there. So, we went there and I bought about three pairs of Hokas and a after I've worn those every day, no more, no more foot pain at all. What?
1: Okay. Well, we're looking at pictures of them right now. They look interesting. Yeah. They're
0: very expensive. Yeah,
2: but yeah, they're, but
1: they're it's worth it.
2: But if you go down to the if you go out if you go down to the outlets like in Nags Head or uh, places like that, you can get them for about half price.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. So, anyways, yeah. So my fibro my plantar fasciitis completely disappeared after I you know started wearing my hose. Really? That's a beautiful
0: uh-huh. thing, right there.
2: Yeah. Oh man, it sure is totally. That's great. Um, okay. Hey, this. Um, did you want to talk for a second about that Harvard study about red meat in your diet?
0: Sure. Okay.
2: Um, and I, I texted this to Mark I think the other day, and uh, so Harvard uh, University and uh, published a big study, and they published it in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, and it said basically that about only two servings of red meat per week can significantly increase your chances of getting diabetes. Oh. And, if, and for people who eat, uh, you know, even more than that, your chances of getting diabetes can go up by about 62%. So, and this was a pretty big study over 30 years with about 250,000 people in the study. And um, they recommend uh, eating, they recommend limiting your red meat intake and substituting that with plant-based proteins like nuts and legumes.
1: Okay.
0: And when we say plant-based not- proteins, we're not talking about the fake meat either, people. Right. I'm just right, saying. Right, exactly. So, exactly. Does that, so does that include, because a lot of our listeners, um, they may not eat beef, but they eat venison, which right. is actually quite lean. Is that still in the same category, do you think?
2: Uh, see, they didn't do any studies with venison, but I would... You know, I, I eat venison. I, that's the one red meat I do. I don't eat any red meat except venison myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and um, that's I love, that's I love venison. us. Yeah. That's yeah, how I love we it. are. So um, I, think, I think it's probably more the typical beef type of red meat right. uh, that they're, you know, with a higher fat content. And even the more processed red meats, like the one, the type you don't want to get really is the kind at the deli where you slice the roast beef, you know, per sandwiches. That's the worst, oh. according to the study. Yeah. Okay. So I think venison's probably okay, more, more okay than you know your your typical store bought beef, that kind of thing.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But well, nuts, that's certainly but something nuts, to. Know. Nuts and
2: yeah, nuts and legumes are super healthy, and that's what you want to eat. Uh, substitute the red meat for is yep. you know you can eat red meat once a week, that's fine, but uh, otherwise you know you should eat fish and then the Mediterranean type of diet and right. then more nuts and legumes, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We there, always appreciate you.
1: Any particular nut? I, I, almonds are supposed to be good, and walnuts, another kind good. of thing.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I think we lost I them. think all of them. Are yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Um, uh, walnuts, almonds, probably you mm-hmm. know a little bit higher. Uh, I've got a recipe for a stuffed pepper that you use uh, like the the lentils and things mm-hmm. in, and it's it's actually quite good. Um, I wanted to go so back it's and almost
1: like a, a stuffed green pepper with like yeah, hamburger it, and rice kind of an idea. Right, it's kind of like that okay. except
0: it has it. it the legumes are, are taking up the the place of the meat, right. and it's really good because by the time you bake it, it kind of takes on that. I think we've had
1: something like that. My wife will text me if she's yeah. listening. I it, think we did something like it's that. It's pretty once. good, and it may yeah.
0: have some couscous in there too. It mm-hmm. May have some Israeli couscous in yeah. there. Um, so we were talking about which is you kind of what i think spurred the the call we were talking about osteoporosis mm-hmm. um one of the other things you can do to increase your bone density is to stretch the muscles that make up the back of your legs oh um, like your
1: calves and stuff yes okay
0: to to start muscle adaptation to keep the hips over the heels alignment lengthening the muscles in the back of your legs will allow this to become more natural with time and practice that's interesting So, years of positive healed footwear Uh have shortened most of our calves and hamstrings. Okay. As a result, we've changed the geometry of our pelvis and trunk to accommodate.
1: Right. Our body will adjust. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. So, along with changing your footwear, stretching your calves and hamstrings has a high impact on hip bone density. Okay. Didn't know. So, I guess, you know, standing on the step and stretching out Mm -hmm. that way. I found those for fifty bucks online. By what, the way, these right here—the the, the, the uh, no the the aqua ones. The, the hokas. Sorry, wow. distracted. No, that's okay. Um, uh, also, walking is the final tip. Uh, one of the most important activities for building don- bone density. So you don't have to like run marathons, folks. Just take a walk. Yeah. Yeah. And a lo- uh, keep in mind that the location and form of your walking can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to walking, most of us have a strong preference between walking outdoors and indoors or on a treadmill. But the surfaces you walk on change the experience of your body and requires to use different muscles. For building bone density, stay off the treadmill. Really? Really? Walking on the treadmill forces you into a pattern where you rely on the muscles in the front of your body. That takes you out of the hips over heels alignment. Interesting. Walking over ground, whether indoors or outdoors, allows you to maintain the alignment for building healthy bone density. Okay. Walking in short bursts throughout the day is the best option. If possible, vary your walking environment as much as you can. Interesting. I think that, I just think that's interesting. I'm going to put a a link to this. So, if you want to reference and refresh your memory, uh, because all of us need to be—I mean, if you could regenerate your bone yeah, every yeah. ten years, oh yeah—we need to pay attention to Absolutely. that. Absolutely, we can do. I like it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. It is uh, eight
1: seventeen. We'll have get, uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin around eight fifty. He's going to be on the show. We're going to talk about you know what's going on with the races, and uh, hopefully how we can get a Republican, uh, you know, House and Senate over there in Richmond, and and turn some of this uh, tide that we talked about earlier with our interview with Eric Zare. and he was running in the 51st District. If you missed that interview, go to our SoundCloud page, type in the Morning Jam on VTRN, and begin to type in today's date, and you'll see Eric's interview pop up right there on site.
3: When the going gets tough, the tough get going, going on. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Turn on The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m.
1: I'm
0: pushing it. I'm pushing it real good. I'm pushing it real good.
1: <laughs> 866-916-3776. Kevin's on the line, wants to talk about how we need to stretch those calves and muscles, even right. in our 60s. Go ahead, it. Kevin.
4: Right. You know, well, we, we live in such a such a blessed area, and there there are so many opportunities to get outside and to actually – walk uh we've got the Blackwater Creek we've got Piney River up in Amherst the Chessie Trail between you know Vista and Lexington but more than anything for us local Lynchburg folks uh we got the Trails of Liberty and when you're talking about what Janet's talking about you know staying off the treadmill and and walking on walking on trails I mean that's that's the ultimate right there because the, the the trails. I mean, it's they, they change every every two feet. It seems like from mm. rocks to roots mm-hmm. to uh, you know soft sand and what have you. Right, and, and you're and you got all types of elevation differences, which is which is a real great workout in and of itself. So yeah. um, um, and you'll and you'll find that uh, you know uh, well you know, we went for a hike yesterday mm-hmm. and like even even when the time the time is going to be changing on us here yeah uh, week after next you can get those little headlamps and yeah. use those mm-hmm. um as you as you finish you know' cause, cause you will you will get caught by darkness and you know put your headlight lamp off but you'll be surprised how much better you'll feel uh the the next day or so when you when you just get up and move because most people they sit behind a desk all day long right and and uh you'll you'll handle stress better uh you'll sleep better uh you know, you get your blood pumping, and uh, you, you'll be able to tolerate your husband who loves football <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot better. You see, so um, that helps right there too.
0: <laughs> Is that how that works? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yes, yeah, ma'am. That, that's how it works. Trust me. Trust me. I, I know that thing. So, anyways, just, uh, I just want to want to throw that in there while I could. But, anyways. Um, y'all have a good day. You Go too. Flames. Yeah, go Flames. And
1: we'll see how they, go Flames.
4: we'll see how they do
1: tonight. Yeah, you can listen to them at 88.3 FM. That game will be uh, broadcast on the journey tonight. Or if you have the chance to watch it on CBS Sports TV, that's how you can catch the game on the broadcast tonight. So we'll see if uh, Liberty can win another one. There'll be 8-0 and o coming out of this if they can. It's pretty big stuff. So
0: uh, our listeners are very funny. Mm-hmm. Um Right before we went to break at the top of the hour, I was telling you about a documentary that that I w- was blindsided by. Yeah, because you went to... to it, it was supposed to be about clothes. St- stepped and then, out and you came and, back in and, and... And nobody had clothes on. Right. So I was a little bit horrified uh, by by all of that. Uh, I mean, you talk about the bait and switch. <laughs> right. The whole thing is supposed to be about clothes. Right. So Marco said... Um, I heard you guys say completely naked and very chiseled. Do you need me to call in? <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay.
1: He is in good shape. I have to admit. Well, that's true. He that's true. But sh- still, don't want to. Don't want to a- go there.
0: And I'm just saying, <laughs> with anybody. I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, keep that to yourself. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Okay. All righty. Um. So where where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Uh, there's, well, um. There's so many. So, so we, we mentioned this right. um a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. um So do we go to inflation or do we go to the story about the not enough infants being born? Which one? well Which one do you
1: want? Well, uh, let's let's go to the uh, infants, okay. not enough infants All being born. All right, we born. did talk about this. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier.
0: And we've mentioned before.
1: The birth rates are low among
0: Americans. Population rate decline. Mm-hmm. ...in the U.S. is triggering economic alarms. Really? Duh. Well, Falling fertility rates... mm -hmm. See, that's so disingenuous to say that it's falling fertility rates... ...when we are murdering babies by the millions. Right, right. uh, Falling fertility rates will trigger a calamitous effect on the economy... ...if it hasn't already. According to CDC data... Between two thousand seven and twenty twenty two, the birth rate fell by twenty two percent. Not a single rate reported mm. an increase in birth not a single state reported an increase in birth rates, though some experienced a slower decline than others. The US birth rate is steeply declining, mimicking the patterns of other developed nations worldwide, causing the global population to stop growing sometime this century. The U.S. and other developed nations dropped below the replacement rate in recent years, meaning we are not producing enough children to maintain the population, much less grow it. Mm-hmm. Today, three-quarters of U.S. counties and half the states have deaths outpacing births. Yeah, right. Now, for years, you've had people saying, you know, the world's overcrowded and we oh, need yeah. to have less people we're, and we're, we're going to save the earth because right. we're going to have earth. fewer people. Right. China learned the hard way. That doesn't work. Yeah,
1: the one-child policy or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Said this is what means... This is what below-rate replacement fertility means. This is closing schools, shrinking college enrollments, Mm -hmm. fewer workers, fewer consumers, not enough taxes to pay for entitlements. (laughs) Are you listening, you pro-abortion people? Yeah, right, right. We're already seeing... The fallout hitting schools and colleges, mm-hmm. but it'll have big consequences for the economy as well. Mm-hmm. There will be fewer workers and consumers, less entrepreneurial activity. Right. Marital mm-hmm. fertility rates have not declined by nearly as much. You know why? It's not about fertility rates. It's about killing the babies. Right. Mm-hmm. This is really ticking me off right. that they keep saying no, fertility rates. Fertility uh, rates. They're they're calling. Mm -hmm. They're putting abortion numbers and fertility rates. Right. They have nothing to do with one another. Right. Mm. Nothing. Mm -mm. I mean, do you think it's a coincidence that marital fertility is higher? Yeah. The delayed or postponement of marriages is um, a simple sort of factor behind falling birth rates. Income uh, coming later and later in life. Mm Mm-hmm. The result of these milestones get delayed. You buy a house later, you get married later, you have a certain amount of savings later. Right. All these things come later. Uh, the ability uh, to have a child is a biological thing. Right. Uh, and I do think that's a factor. I, th- I think women waiting later to have children certainly is a factor on fertility. Right,
1: right. Yeah, be- Yeah. because things, you know, they don't work like they did when they as much as when you were younger. And
0: when you couple the fact that women are waiting later to have fertility when or to to have children when some not all mm-hmm. not only are waiting later to try to have babies but they've also put their bodies through abortions yeah which is makes also it more factors difficult. in yes yeah. all, all of that factors in yeah. mm-hmm. uh us population is generally projected to grow albeit slowly hmm. averaging 0.3% annually before the population plateaus and begins to decline. However, this growth will be driven by immigrants. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And you wonder why we're being outpaced. Mm-hmm. Muslims have dozens of children. Oh, my gosh. Well, they... And they, they would never murder one, mm-hmm. unless they're yours. They would murder your babies. But, yeah. well, and they would sacrifice theirs.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they have. I mean, we're have. seeing that. And they have, yeah. Um. Because it's all about the jihad. It's about right. overtaking Israel and yes. force the infidel, all of it. Infidel, that's us. We're but next. I mean,
0: it is a real it is a real problem, and it's one mm. that people are so blinded by "my body, my choice," and they want to call it healthcare. Right, and everybody's fallen prey to buying into that mm-hmm. crap, mm-hmm. and um, and they're not calling it what it is, right? Because it makes them feel better about themselves, right? I don't know. It's just crazy. Coming up in our next half hour, I'll lighten
3: it up a little bit. Okay. Well, we I'll, got the governor. I'll try to. But
0: next th- half hour, then is we governor. have, you know, but then we have Biden putting the pinch on lobster fishermen. The pinch. Do you see what I did there? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, and then a record number of Americans' car payments are falling behind at well, record well, place. Well, I mean, imagine that. Car
1: payments are what house payments used to be. 15 20 years ago
0: yeah and this is an ominous sign for the economy
1: yep they're gonna have
0: high prices stubborn inflation repos strained budgets
1: that's a foreclosure gonna on a car a, by the way a repo it's gonna I be know a, a repo hard
0: guy. candy christmas oh my gosh isn't that here? the truth yeah it is 8 31 cbs news and then kimberly mcbroom
1: on the morning jam
0: Currently 42 degrees in Appomattox and Amherst, 44 in Salem and Roanoke, 41 in Danville, 44 in Bedford, 42 in Lynchburg.
1: Trying to uh, find my proper story. I'm trying to remember, did I do the Dr. Pepper Park Day last hour oh, or the first hour? Oh, it
0: was last hour. Did Dang, you said Dr. Pepper Park like a million times. I was wanting
1: to do that one again. Sorry. Her. move
0: along little okay. dogie move along well, we
1: did this in the first hour i can get away with this so chris's okay. coffee and custard in roanoke has a new truck to promote its business owners beth and chris woodrum uh bought a new truck and and, and they have a different approach to business uh they want to help their community, and especially those that might not be able to find a job pretty easy. The business serves coffee and custard while creating opportunities for gainful employment for what they like to call special God-given gifts, people that have those special God-given gifts uh, and abilities. These are uh, people that um, aren't necessarily hired because of maybe there's a physical disability of, uh, of some sort. Um, maybe they're just slowly developing intellectually. They want to help those folks get jobs. So they're reaching out uh, to those kind of folks and um, offering them jobs. So make sure if you see Chris's coffee and custard rolls and their new truck out there, make sure you patronize it in the Roanoke area. And you're probably going to meet a special server along the way. So God bless those guys, uh, Beth and Chris Woodrum, for doing such a nice thing.
0: The man accused of killing, Avril Hooks, has requested a different attorney, uh, but his plea was denied by a judge in court on Monday. Michael Perry III appeared in court as the case is moving on. A competency evaluation requested by the defense was previously ordered by the court ahead of the 23rd of October appearance. During the session, Perry told the judge he wanted a different court-appointed defense attorney, saying he didn't trust his attorney Hmm. and didn't like how communication was going. He also believed it was a conflict of interest for his current attorney to represent him. However, the judge disagreed, saying Perry could not convince him that the attorney had not done his job and that Perry hadn't said anything that would show that there was a conflict of interest. The judge told Perry if he wanted a different attorney, he could hire one, but he would not be appointed a different one Uh, after court. Uh, ABC 13 spoke with the defense attorney, Kevin Bailey. He said Perry is a young man who is frustrated and wants a good defense. Bailey said they have had some arguments, but they need to just learn to communicate. Uh, Despite Perry wanting a different attorney, Bailey said he is pleased to represent him. Uh, They also spoke with Perry's mother after the hearing off camera. She wanted to remain anonymous, but said it's difficult being a human and a mother because I love him but i do not agree with what he is saying or what he has done it's a very difficult yeah. time for that for for both sides of that family mm.
1: so are you uh, afraid of bees of any kind
0: uh, yes yellow jackets
1: yellow jackets i'm 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 fearful of those as well but there are other bees that i've grown to love and that and that would be my friend Steve, and you know Steve. Oh yeah, he's done some work for you. Sure. He's got his girls. These are honeybees. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, a neat program to get you past the the fear of at least those kinds of bees. The honeybees. Uh, Vicella McGrady loves to be outside with her honeybees. As the owner of Heritage Apiary in New in Blue Ridge, uh, she's passionate about bees, and she's an advocate. Two years ago, her daughter inspired her to take the mission a step further. By starting an outreach program. My four year old asked me for a bee suit. Oh, and that started it all. The program gets uh, bees together with younger generations to spark a fire, maybe, uh, And them wanting to become beekeepers. And that's very important because it does help the environment. Uh, my buddy Steve, he also helps pay for his bees by allowing them to go into different orchards and sure. pollinate and all that kind of stuff. So they make him some money so he can keep his beehives going. It's part of the uh, the whole deal. And it helps the bees. They get to do their jobs and they produce some pretty awesome honey from these particular areas. Uh, Vasilla says um, it's fun teaching people all that she knows about bees. And trust me, you get Steve going on a bee conversation. You better sit down and you up a cup of coffee uh, and a little bit of honey on a biscuit uh, on the side. She likes to go to schools, libraries, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, clubs, and co-ops, and teach about bees to anyone that wants to learn. So uh, good for her. Yeah, pretty cool, and good for the uh, the environment. Hmm. And it's good to teach. Young people, new things, and then she's going to, obviously, places where there's older folk like me. Right. But uh, I think we need to spark an interest in these kinds of things other than I can build a beehive on my phone. Yeah, but it ain't going to produce no honey, buddy.
0: Right. That's right. It's not. Well, a growing number of Americans are falling behind on their car payments. Uh, not a good sign for mm-hmm. the economy as nope. high auto prices and stubborn inflation is uh... straining household budgets car repossessions tumbled in the early days of the pandemic as the government sent trillions in stimulus money to American homes and businesses, but repossessions have progressively ticked higher mm-hmm. as sky-high prices for new and used cars alike forced consumers to take out bigger loans. Mm-hmm. In September, the percentage of auto borrowers who were at least 60 days late on their bills rose to 6.11%, according mm-hmm. to Fitch Ratings' report. Wow. That marks the highest default level in nearly three decades. Jeez. And is a notable... Oh, let's see. What happened three... Decades ago. Let's think about that for a minute. Uh, and a notable increase in the previous record of 5.93% in just in January. Mm-hmm. The high number of loan delinquencies has not yet led to an equivalent growth in defaults, according to a separate data. Although it indicated that loan delinquencies rose for a fifth straight month in September. Okay. Defaults actually slid 9% for the month. Still defaults are 31% from the same time a year ago. Hmm. Unsurprisingly, mm-hmm. vehicle repossessions are expected to climb in the coming months. Cox Automotive estimates one point five million vehicles will be seized by the end of twenty twenty three, up wow. from one point two million last year. Wow. This steady rise in delinquency comes as a result of both high prices and steep borrowing costs. And just wait till, oh. you know, the people who got up ended buying those houses yeah. if those are upside down. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's going to be tough. Call it's going Dad. to be tough. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning.
5: Okay, youngins. It's me again with some advice, so, especially from a blind person. Okay. All right. Anyway, I, I like elephant ears, and I've, I've got a, uh, about a heel that's about a six, about an 8x8. Eight eight. And Anyway, I was walking around the elephant ears about two, about two months ago, and I heard something say, let's get him. Oh. Here come yellow jackets, boy. They came oh, out
1: uh, really. gosh.
5: Oh, but... And, well, if you're blind and, and you ran, you're liable to fall off the heel, and it's about 10 or 15 That feet could be feet worse than getting ground.
0: stung. Yeah.
5: Yes, it could. Okay. Here's the, here's, the, here's the whole just of the matter. Try to remember. If yellow jackets get after you, try to remember, don't run. Hmm. If you do... If you run, you really vibrate the ground, boom, 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 boom. and then they really come out. And
0: then True. they can find you.
5: <laughs> yeah, but if well, if, you, if you walk away, you won't get attacked as bad as you will if you run.
3: Now, that's I've interesting. Heard several
5: pe- yeah. I've heard several people say that, and a blind man doesn't really need to run True. unless you're sure of which way you're going.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, to, I'm, I'm the guy that told
5: you i'm the guy that told you the story about knocking on the birdhouse and the wasp to get me yeah. yes, remember? I remember.
0: Mm. yes i remember yes i no, do no. remember that wow well thanks okay, for calling know, in just, appreciate hey, it okay bye oh wow <laughs> so yesterday my friend Lori came over and we were sunning ourselves on the screened in porch and had just okay. a lovely conversation until until what B showed up. Oh, geez. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. I cannot even yeah, do this. Yeah. I can't do it. It's especially a yellow jacket. Yeah, well, they they'll come around our.
1: You know, we're eating in Lower Nirvana, right? And I just <clears throat> I I will take my napkin and I'll wait for it to get on the rim of my salad bowl mm-hmm. and I will crush it. But yeah, I make sure I, I double it, triple and it I over because like, I don't want to get stung. I don't through like
0: it. to kill them. Well, but I will kill a yellow jacket. I will. Yeah, it's it was unapologetically sorry yeah.
1: steve well no he doesn't like the yellow jackets they, they okay. are they are the scourge of the earth in, in okay. his eyes yeah. well
0: they are in my world a- yeah. and because the only time i've ever been stung it's been a yellow jacket yeah and i don't have very good reactions to no, them really, i yeah, probably should people, have an epigen they pen. swell up oh my gosh know, it's just wow well, the last time i and was it stung, so fast i uh, there was one on the sliding glass door, and mm-hmm. I grabbed the handle, not realizing oh, there was no. one there. Hi. So it 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 stung me between my thumb and my pointer finger, yeah, and that curve right there, and the curve. Yeah. So my arm was a stump. I swear. Oh wow. Up to my armpit. My. It gosh. was the weirdest thing, and it was just one one little bee.
1: Right. Right. Crazy. There is yeah. It, just the the potency. Yeah. Of of their sting is is quite amazing. It is. You know, I don't know. How do animals, you know, like I wonder, like my little dogs. And, of course, we've been very fortunate. We I haven't don't, had ticks don't in a while. But if a tick can yeah. do what it can to a human, what's it going to do to a six-pound dog if it decides to burrow in? and?
0: I don't know. You, you know, know my, it's amazing. My boys do. My, well, I say boys. I call Molly one of the boys. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, when they get into them, they're just mostly annoyed. But I will say the last time Rogan... He was out with Mark in the woods, mm-hmm. and when that started happening, right. he heard him yip a little bit and flash around, and then he got up in the in the side-by-side and right. it was just like side-eye and everything. Oh, wow. He's like, I'm just going <laughs> to stay right here. I'm not moving. I don't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> right, right. They're not fully sure. But
0: I'm not stupid. Right. So, yeah, he ended up just staying right where he was, and you can't blame him.
1: All right. So you are you putting the sweaters on the kids yet? Yeah. Okay. I had, so I we, had two. We cut ours one more time. We, we had them cut short. And I figured we won't have to cut him again until probably. Well, I
0: didn't give my mom cuts or anything. Yeah,
1: February or March. Right. But so you know, (laughs) my wife put the thunder jacket on Oliver just just to keep him warm, and and he was lopsided. he he just he just couldn't feel comfortable in it. So I ended up taking it off yesterday. Of course, when did
0: he was he rubbing his back up against things like he just wasn't. He stumbled, they do that sometimes. he stumbled
1: coming down the chair, a chair, the oh, stairs. Dear. So um oh. I he probably does, but I, I tell you what he did do. I mean, when I took that thing off and I had his sweater ready, he ran up to the bedroom, got on the bed, and did his Snoopy dance, stretching and rubbing and running his nose sideways, you know how they run right. the, and just like, okay, I let him get that out of his system. I said, now it's time to put the sweater on. He just looked at me like, Really? Hmm. Really? Okay,
5: I'm everywhere here, buddy, because you put that
1: stupid thunder bolt on me. <laughs> so he didn't didn't like that. So anyway, yeah, right. we we got them. You know, of course they're wearing their their little scarves. You know that are that are all harvest. You know, time and all that. Well, I will tell you, Autumn. my
0: my boys just have straight up sweatshirts. They're like right. they're because Mark gets really upset if I put anything prissy on him. He does oh, really? not like it. No. Oh geez. So Winston has a red sweatshirt. And Baxter has a blue sweatshirt, right? Right. And they match, but they're mm-hmm. sweatshirts. Okay. They're not like anything floofy. We do have some plaid. Okay. If we're if we're feeling extra spiffy, we All can right. go with the plaid. Okay. But frankly, my mark would prefer camouflage. Okay. If I'm being honest. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, Glenn Youngkin, our governor is going to be on around 8:50. We're going to go ahead and go into break so we can hopefully time this out correctly and get him on the line and ask him a few questions. Hey, text Janet if you do have a question for the governor, 434-248-0704. We see if we can get that on and get uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin uh, answering your question. Text us 434-248-0704. It is uh, 848 here on The Morning Jam.
3: Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. You're listening to Janet and Mark.
6: 8.52
1: on the line right now, Governor Glinton Yunkin. Good morning, Governor.
3: Hey, good
6: morning, Mark. Great to be with you. Thank you for having me. And I love the fact this is the rebirth of Common Sense.
3: Yes, <laughs> and that's what
6: we've been driving in Virginia, which is common sense conservative policies, and guess what, they work.
1: And we we believe that fully, sir. And and trust me, you've got two fans here sitting in this studio right now. We just can't imagine what what the ride's been like for you.
0: We appreciate much of the work you've been doing. Uh, we had uh, Eric Zier on earlier, Republican representative for the fifty first district, and we were talking about all the things that you have had to walk back. Uh, as governor, that has taken up much of your time, hasn't it?
6: Well, we've made we've made great progress on so many fronts. Listen, Virginia was was really struggling and had a lot of head, had a lot of headwinds when we came in just 22 months ago. And to to look today, where we've gone from near the bottom of the country in job growth to to number three in the country over the last 22 months, with 230 thousand more Virginians working today, uh, with the largest labor force in the history of Virginia more people working than ever, and it's great to see all those folks that Joe Biden was paying to be on the sidelines to Mm. come back into the workforce. Amen. But on top of that, I've been so proud of the work we've done on education and getting parents back at the head of the table in their children's lives, making sure we're raising standards and expectations and, and replacing equity with excellence, which is, I know, something that that was holding our kids back and all of a sudden law enforcement is, is being revered and celebrated across the Commonwealth as opposed to diminished and demoralized, just huge steps and very, very important to build in Virginia of the future. And that's why these elections are so important because we have two weeks left in order to elect a new house, a new Senate. We got to hold our house. We got to flip our Senate. But on top of that, we've got local local offices all on the ballot, school boards, city council, uh, uh, county boards of supervisors, sheriffs, and we've got to win. And so, folks, got to get off the sidelines and go vote. Now, the winner is determined by the number number of votes somebody gets. And if people stay at home, or something happens on the way to the voting booth, they get in a fender bender, or a child gets sick, we'll miss it. So, go vote now. You got two weeks to make your mm-hmm. voice heard. Go vote.
0: Well, one of the other things that you've been uh, encouraging Virginians to do is uh, to file their taxes to get a rebate as deadlines are approaching let's talk about that
6: yes so virginia has consistently overtaxed everybody and that's what's been such a big focus uh, in these first uh, two years is to relieve virginians of this overtaxation. we have now passed five billion dollars of tax relief uh, i will say that's what i promised i would do during the campaign and that's what we've delivered that's $2,200 for the average Virginia family. And if you're a vet, it's $4,500 because we're now excluding up to $40,000 of your retirement from being taxed at all. Uh, God bless our vets. They deserve to be served because they serve us. And I've been so pleased that this year we are able to send out to folks $200 in tax refunds mm-hmm. if you filed individually or up to $400 if you filed jointly uh, and all you had to do was file your taxes, and so folks that filed first back in the spring will get their their tax refunds first. And if folks waited with extensions, then you go to the end of the line. <laughs> but everybody sure. who who paid up to two hundred dollars or up to four hundred dollars will get it. will get a refund check, and those are starting to go out this week.
1: How how many seats? I'm going to ask. It's a two part cru- question. How many seats do we need to flip? To get you what you need and then tell us how many seats we really need to get to get you a comfortable so we don't have these super thin margins that the congress has dealt with
6: well of course uh, we've had some retirements yeah uh, and that kind of thing across across both houses but we started in our house of delegates with with a majority at 52 versus 48 mm-hmm. and our speaker todd gilbert has done a remarkable job managing that majority and, uh, and I feel like we just get back to 52-48 or even better, and we're going to continue to be able to drive things in the House. The Senate, we've been down 22-18, mm-hmm. and we just need to get it to 2020. And then our great lieutenant governor, wins some Sears, breaks ties. And uh, that, gets us, that gets us control in the Senate. I think we can do better than 2020. We have great candidates running across the Commonwealth. Uh, we're standing up for those things that are most important to Virginians. Additional tax relief, continuing to empower parents and stand up for strong education standards. Back in the blue, our behavioral health initiative, I think, is hugely important to continue to drive forward. We're running government more efficiently than it's ever been run before. And this is why I think Virginians will extend our license to lead. But we've yeah. got to get everybody out to vote. Yeah. You know, folks who haven't made a plan to vote early can go to secureyourvotevirginia.com. Again, that's secureyourvotevirginia.com and find a polling location nearest you that's open. Make a plan to vote early.
0: Well, we understand you have a rally that's going to be coming up in the Lynchburg area. How can people join you for that?
6: They can just come. It's great. Uh, it's on Thursday at 6.15, uh, and it's at the Three Roads Brewery, and uh, folks can go again to com and get much more information. But again, that's 6.15 on Thursday, and we'd love for folks to show up. We're going to have all of our great candidates there, and we're going to make sure folks are getting
0: out to vote. Very good.
1: I'm going to ask you this because um, – and I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm not asking if you're running for president. I know there's a lot of people trying to woo you, sir. Uh, we, we love you as governor. We'd love you as president, too. But uh, give us. I want you as governor. I want you as governor <laughs> as well, too. I, I hope that's a choice that you make. You don't get drafted. I, I, I just know that what you're doing. My wife is in the healthcare industry, and she is blown away by some of the things you and your administration have done to help mental health and health care itself
6: yeah it's so important today we've seen our behavioral health system and our mental health system completely overwhelmed. Uh, so much of it was caused by all the lockdowns during the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, where where our churches and other houses of worship were closed, and our kids were shut out of schools and workplaces were shut, and businesses were closed all unnecessarily. And so we've got a lot of work to do. And so our right help right now transformation of the behavioral health system uh, is, is so important. And so we're building capacity. We had $200 million of budget, of budget appropriations in the last budget that I signed last month uh, get, to get us started in building mobile crisis units, uh, crisis receiving units, to build the workforce. We need more counselors. We need more nurse practitioners. We need more psychiatrists. We need more folks to work with our kids and so we're rolling out uh, just about everything uh, pre-crisis so folks can call 988 if they have uh, any contemplation of self-harm we're working in our schools to get not only more counselors but also telemedicine we're building capacity with psychiatric receiving centers and most importantly pathways back to communities Uh, this is a moment for us to invest across the system and uh, it is so important And we have a great event today in richmond with faith leaders and Not we're up again. I'm sorry, sir, I, I hate to
1: cut in. We're up against the break. We need more people like Glenn Youngkin in my mind, sir. Thank you so much
0: for we being on the program. We appreciate
1: you
6: joining us, yes. Hey, thanks for having me. God bless you, and I appreciate the time today.
1: It is 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, sorry. We'll see you tomorrow.